Let's do it now. Turn up the volume nice and loud. Because we are controlling transmission with dance beats and You're in the mix with Lil Drummer Girl with your host, Dawn Marie. Hey, it's the Little Drummer Girl, Dawn Marie Mutel, here for another show. Thank you so much for stopping by. Today we're going to cover a couple quick things. Um, for some of those of you who might be touring, it's just an idea to see how much of you actually might know about putting together a touring rider. If it's something that you're going to be doing across the, the nation, even if it's throughout your state, it may be something worthwhile putting together so that you can hand it over to the people in charge when you book your venues. Some of the things that you're going to want to have on your writer is obviously it's going to be all of the contact information. So anyone who's part of your production will be on that list. So for instance, whatever your name of the show is, you're going to have a brief introduction about what is inside of this document that you're putting together. So it's basically a booking agreement and you want to put down a, basically a small introduction about the show, all of the contact information. So any of the people who are your managers, any your roadie techs or anybody that you need to have their phone numbers added, any kind of marketing and promotion items that you may be dealing with. So you might be selling merchandise in the show, whether it's CDs, t-shirts or what have you. But you're also going to be putting down the responsibilities. For instance, anybody who's handling your sound, your lighting and video, um, the minimum theater requirements or the estimated local crew requirements that you might need, who's loading in, the times they're loading in and loading out, anything that's rigging or any other kind of things like pyrotechnics if you use them in your show. Then you want to get into some stuff that may be on your hospitality so anything for accommodations and catering and meals and dressing rooms. And don't forget that, you know, you're going to have to have some security. So you may need to have some extra security put on. You might do a meet and greet. And also there may be some media presentations going on. So these are some things to think about when you're putting together your touring rider, right? So for instance... When you want to add your running time, you know, is the show going to be two hours or is it going to be just 90 minutes? Is there going to be any kind of like break or intermission in between? Will they be selling anything outside in the hallways of the venue during that time? Adding your show description is, is really great. So if you could put in as much as you can about the show, that's really helpful. As I mentioned earlier, you want to have your marketing and promotional materials, right? Are they going to go buy it from your website? Is it something that you could put on the flyers that they hand out or the bill that they hand out when they come into the arena? Or is it something that's going to be outside? You might have to have approvals done for any kind of artwork. So this is something that you're going to add into your writer as well. As far as the production, who is going to be responsible for what? So in general, you may just have minimal technical requirements, but there may be something else that may be a little bit more intricate. So that needs to be put down like very explicit detail. As I mentioned earlier, you know, sound, your lighting and video. Do you have your own sound guy that comes in and works with your soundboard or are you going to be counting on their sound guy or are they going to be working together? You may want to have them meet in advance so that they know exactly what kind of sound you need what systems are set at, et cetera, et cetera. 
you know, if there's a certain speaker system that you use or that you're requesting, you want to add that in there as well. Any kind of extra, you know, even just electrical outlets, believe it or not. I've, I've had a show where I had to put something together and there was like no electrical outlets available. And it was really a critical situation because we had all these lights and different things that needed an electrical source. So you want to make sure, especially if you're doing something outdoors, that it's set up properly. I always like to carry extra stuff with me for things like that when they screw up and they don't have it, when they said they were going to have it and then it's not there. I've always made sure that I have like my little kit to go, even when I do special event planning, if I do a conference somewhere or something to that effect or a special event for a company. I always make sure I have my kit handy because you wouldn't believe half the times the things that you think are going to be there, that it's an easy peasy thing, right? But then it's like, no, they have no idea of where to find one. And of course, it's at the 10th hour of the evening that you can't get to a store and pick it up. So think about these types of things when you're traveling on the road, because you can't just run down the block to your house and pick it up. So, you know, how many spotlights do you need? What kind of um, video equipment that you can use that might be compatible with your own equipment so that you can actually get a great recording of your show because having live footage of your show is really key these days because everything's up on YouTube and people really get into it. And then it's a good way for them to, to you know, get to know who you are about and how your show looks and what it sounds like to see you live in, in person. Now, on larger shows, you obviously you have a lot more to play around with as far as, you know, there's going to be different kind of theatrical requirements you may have, um, you know, the lighting power, the video power, uh, the tie-in, how many feet should it be from the stage, your risers, um, you know, you want to have safety and quality issues and make sure that you adhere to those because, God forbid, you have an accident or somebody trips over something, that could be, you know, li- a big liability. So you want to make sure all of these things are done as well. So, I mean, how many people do you have coming in? Are there any spotlight operators? Do you have any um, extra audio people? Any riggers or flymen in there? How many stagehands will you actually have? How much time does it take to load in? I mean, some people need four hours and load out could be two, but it depends on what your truck holds and how, you know, where's the loading dock or is it a stage door? It it may be necessary to add additional loaders or a forklift. So you have to think about these things when you're going into a a place. We had something in one show, uh, actually when I was working with Rocket Cargo and we were moving the, um, the stage from, I think it was from New York out to uh, the Midwest somewhere, but they didn't have a loading dock so that we could actually have the, to, load in and it was really going to make it for very impossible <laughs> load in. And um, so these are things, you know, you want to make sure that it's clear that there's nothing blocking it. Is there, is there trailer parking for your unloading? Because all of these little details, they may seem minute, but actually in the scheme of things, they're actually really, really important and crucial. Now, you know, you might be using some kind of fog machine, but you want to make sure that there's no open flames used in that because, you know, that could create a whole nother problem. Um, you might have to have shut off some sensors, uh, smoke detectors and things like that because, you know, you set off the house smoke detectors because you're using a smoke machine. 
if you're having a larger show that you're traveling with, are they going to have accommodations? So you have accommodations for your drivers and your bus drivers, right? Because the band crew also need to sleep. So, you, you know, how many rooms do you need? You know, you want to provide them with a rooming list and so that uh, the production manager can, you know, give this information out and... You want to have it in one of the higher standard hotels. Obviously, you don't want to have it in some really shitty hotel because that's not going to be good for you. Is it close enough to the venue that maybe you can just walk back and forth and not have to drive? Catering and meals, you know, you want to provide meals for the band and crew. So, and this can take in different kinds of forms. So, you know, I'm not saying anything extravagant, but let's just say you have breakfast and the budget is $10 a person for a meal or coffee breaks and lunches and dinners. And then if you have the green room, who gets to go in there and, and, you know, maybe it's just the band and crew only, but you also want to have something inside of those rooms so that you have your beverages, you want to have food, a snack, or something in between uh, your shows. And especially if you have more than one band playing and you could be there for a number of hours. So that's something you may want to add into your riders as well. Don't forget to think about the dressing rooms, right? How many dressing rooms do you need? And are they lockable? Can you lock away your stuff? You know, do they have showers in there so that when you come off stage, you could take a quick shower? Uh, is there an ironing board and some irons in each room so that you can press your clothing and make sure you go out on stage looking your finest? Um, you want to have some extra boxes of tissues, maybe for, you know, any kind of makeup needs or just tissues in general if you need them for the sweat or what have you. A couple of clothing racks so that you can hang up your costumes and your clothing. And will they be able to bring the catering into your room where you're dressing? That's, that's important too. And also, does it have a high-speed internet connection? Because that might be something that, well, you know, you want to check your, your website, so you're going to update live things or live feeds. You want to make sure that there's actually Wi-Fi capability in the room as well. Another couple of things you may want to think about are anything for the pre-show. So you may not have any of your music being played a couple of hours before the, sh- the starting time, any of the support acts to be approved by your manager prior to the show day, things with merchandise, you know, where are you going to set up your merchandise table so that you have somebody that's able to go and and set it up in, say, in the main lobby before, during, and after the show. You want to have a nice, well-lit, large table in a nice location so that the audience can clearly see that there it is. They know they can pick up a t-shirt or a CD or whatever it is that you're selling. Also, you may want to have a cash bank or get one of those little square cards so that you can take, you know, credit cards very easily. Those are very easy to get these days. You could just run it off of your phone and send them an email receipt. But cash is king. So you may need a cash bank, right? So that you have change. Maybe it's just like $300 in $10 bill increments and maybe some singles or something like that. Because if, if a shirt is or a CD is, you know, 10 or 20 bucks, you can just cash it one, two, three, and you don't have to worry about making too much change if somebody gives you a hundred dollar bill. How many guests are you allowed to bring to your show? You should have a, a guest list that, you know, even if you say there's 20 people, unless you ask for more or something like that, and that you can give out, you know, some free passes and things like that, but they have to be approved or something through your management. You definitely want to have a prearranged meet and greet with your tour manager in advance of the date that you're actually going to be performing at that venue so that you know everybody knows each other, they have a good relationship, a working relationship with one another. Also, you know, you might need security to take you from your dressing room to your stage depending on how far apart they are from one another. 
Also, you want to have in your writer information about new media and presentations and how your logo and website can be used and how it should be used in all advertising, um, special interview requests to contact certain people. Note these things inside of the writer so that they just know right away, oh, we have media that's interested in doing interviews. Oh, this is who we can reach out to to call them. Whether or not you're allowed to take photography or not within the show. This is something that they usually would say and announce before your show starts to say, you know, no videography or no filming or no flesh can be used or what have you. And you want to make sure that there's copies of all press and advertising made available to your production manager before the show. Then you're going to want to give them some different diagrams on the different types of equipment. So your drum setup and the keyboard setup and how your stage is going to be set up. Who's where? Who's upstage? Who's downstage? You know, all the different types of gear that's going to be used. Your mixers, everything should be listed in this rider. Now, sometimes you can put in your rider, you know, what times you want to have dinner, uh, the budgets, what you want to have. You can give them a couple different options. Let's say you want to have dinner, right? You want to have soup and a salad and you maybe you want a carved ham and turkey or stuffed peppers, right? Who knows what you want to have in there? But these are things that can really help and don't leave them guessing because what if there's more vegetarians in your band than there are meat eaters, right? So these are all different things that you're going to want to put in that touring rider. And for the green room requirements and the times, you know, you want to have certain things. Let's say you're a big tequila drinker and you want it to be delivered to the production office for a 6 p.m. arrival. You want to put down exactly everything that you want to show up in your green room and the times and, you know, what's going to come in after the show starts, what's going to come in after intermission, what's going to come in or go out, you know, like after you play, you may want to have six large pieces delivered, right? I mean, who knows, but this should all get put into your writer and it's also going to be the discretion of your tour manager. Hopefully you have one in place because if you're doing a show that's going to be done in multiple cities and multiple states, it's going to get a little convoluted, right? Because you got to travel here, you got to go there and, and everything, the devil's in the details, right? So this is one of those things where you want to make sure you cross all your T's and dot your I's here. Well, that's all I'm going to leave you with for today. I hope you enjoy the show. If you like it, please share the love and send it out to your friends and anyone that you think may be interested in it. And remember to pick up the 2019 St. Petersburg Street Art Calendar, which is still on the website at www.littledrummergirl.com. That's L-I-L-Drummergirl.com. It's only going to be there for free for a short while, so grab your copy. And when you're at the website, check out the pre-order form for my upcoming book, 151 Musically Inspired Secrets to Master This Thing Called Life, and order your copy now. Thanks again for your love and support. I love you guys. Remember, it's never too late to live the life of your dreams and leave a trailblazing behind it. So lock on and mock out and I'll catch you on the flip side.